0: Welcome to the School of Calisthenics podcast with Tim and Jacko Answering your calisthenics questions, helping you to redefine your impossible
1: If you want more great content from us, you can find us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter And we've got a great YouTube channel where you can get in touch with us and ask your questions there Let's get into these questions now Welcome back to School of Calisthenics. It is Q&A unknown. So I'm just going to give you, uh, the first thing we're going to kick off this week is a bit of insight into a conversation that we've just had, as I think in a technical term is off-camera. Yes, that is. Um, the camera wasn't rolling. Uh, as to what number this is, because I was getting a bit confused. Yeah. I, I
0: think it's Jacqueline Q&A Latinx. 14, like there's a, in terms of Q&As, and we're going to get into three questions as normal. Um, but the number is going to be arbitrary because like in terms of like podcasts. Because we've been guests haven't we? We've been guests, we, yes we have been guests a few different podcasts so we're putting those podcasts out so the Q&A doesn't nec- the number of the Q&A doesn't necessarily match up with the number of the podcast if that makes sense so let's just say this is going to be a, a, a Q&A and the first question is going to be about using hyper- calistetes for hypertrophy and that's like the main theme of it. then we're going to get stuck into a couple of people's. I've uh, got two really good questions mm-hmm. for you, Timmy. You don't even know what those are. Do you? I not I like it when we do these. I like the
1: questions. I, I don't even. Know, I don't even know what we're talking about. The hypertrophy.
0: Well, so the first. Well, the first question is a question I'm for me. Go, you've not. Oh no. So for, yeah. yeah, for
1: those that i have watching on uh, on YouTube. I yeah. know, but I
0: thought that we weren't after my. You didn't do my after a thing on Christmas Day because it wasn't very good for the people listening without the visual. Yeah, but now you want to do a visual thing because it's on you. Yeah, but it was also going to make me look like. <laughs> you might have been really good at it. You might have you might have been going faster it. at it. Not
1: with his chin. <laughs> <laughs> got a long way to go on his face.
0: <laughs> um, we've anyway, got some of the kit on. yes. You might notice I've got, I'm sporting the t shirt. Yeah, some I've, some I've, of
1: you have got. I've got the long sleeve out to wear.
0: Tim's mid layer. Teasing you whether that, well, as we record this now, this is coach only kit. Mm. It's not yet on the website, but when this goes out, it could be on the website. I, don't, I can't predict the future. But at the moment, it's coach-only kit, so if that's the case, you can't find it. It will be coming. Um, you might even get this one, because Tim's left the label on. Like you might think <laughs> I've got the label on, so I, I'm trying to show it it's authentic, but it's actually because I'm just going to try and sell it. I think people will pay a premium to have a, t- a, a top that smells of Tim. <laughs> is, that, is that true? Anyway, comment below. Come, no, don't. Um, right. Let's get into. Shall it. we? Get in, let's get into these questions. That sounds like the uh, intro thing, doesn't it? Right. done <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so the first question is from the question master himself. We, those that don't know, if anyone's forgot about that. Me. Because um, okay. um, Tim even said this uh, before when we were getting ready for the Q and <laughs> mean, have, have you got any questions? I like, yeah. He said, like, "I oh, can you give me one to have." I like, no. You yeah, find I your to own to question. One. You find your own questions.
1: I've actually this week. <laughs> I, the last few weeks, actually, I've been, been busy. fairly busy. We've all been busy. <laughs> Someone's busier than others, and a business scale. <laughs> um, it's, been a bi- it's been a big, it's been a busy yeah. week, so I've not had time to trawl social media for questions. You like. might notice I have been quite quiet on social. whereas Dave has been telling everybody what's going on Yeah. on stories. Anyway, let's get stuck in. What's the question? Let's not have a, let's not have a, let's not. A uh, tickler. A tick. Yeah. Right. So my question
0: is about just we've. Embarked on, and we do this. We've done this occasionally in the past, where we go, "All right, we're going to start training like this." But I feel like our current training regime, if we call it, is one that's going to uh, stick around for. You've said twelve weeks, and then review, and then review. I feel like I'm definitely going to do eight, okay, and then I'm going to try and do twelve, but we'll see. Yeah, but I just know that. Which is, which
1: is actually worth noting out to start off with on a serious note. That's actually, in, in train terms, yeah. not a long period of time at yeah.
0: all.
1: Yeah. Um, I just know
0: that in the past I've gone, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to focus on eccentrics and then I do it for two weeks and I stop doing it. Because so it's hard. Yeah. yeah, And then I think about doing something else. I have a different idea. Anyway, so we, we've, we've committed from... Um, uh, well, it start, it's officially started, to think, like January, but for me, it started a little bit before in terms of uh, the eat, if, When you're doing hypertrophy, like one thing, we, if we're going to increase muscle mass, we need to, the, the training stimulus needs to change, which Tim's going to go into in a minute when I ask him a question, but then also we need to make sure we're eating a bit more or consuming a bit more energy to make up for the extra work that we're doing.
1: And so that is the phase that we've gone into. I yeah. So we, we, we started the new year, and for a number of different reasons, the backstory we've probably touched on before, but just feeling like we wanted to try and play around with a bit of a different training stimulus for a number mm. of different reasons. One, for me, I actually, I've lost quite a bit of, well, quite a bit, relative, isn't it? From my perspective, you've oh, lost, you lost half, half a kilo. Half a kilo. <laughs> um, probably about a kilo and a half, maybe, over no. the last... Couple of years for a number of different reasons. Um, so, I wanted to just kind of play around with a little bit of trying to put a little bit more mass back on. Uh, bigger muscles produce more force. So, for, for movement and for gains going forwards in terms of specific movements, uh, that's going to be of benefit. And then also, because we get a lot of questions of people saying, Can you build muscle using calisthenics? So and so, we gonna, wanted to kind of you some depth, depth. Um, and B. And, B. and we, uh, so, we thought that we would <laughs> um, put a little bit of case together. So, that's um, how we got to where we are now. Yes. And
0: I know that myself, some of those progressions that I'm trying to work towards, that I'm just actually not strong enough. Mm. And I feel like I've done loads of maximal strength or applied strength training like in the past. And it's got to that point. I remember when we had a conversation with Ross around, Edgley around, he went, so there's going to be a point when you do enough maximum strength stuff that neurally you're you're using every single muscle fiber that's in that mm-hmm. muscle. for you to get stronger, you need to actually make that muscle a little bit bigger. Yep. Um, so that's 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 where we're going. I and we mentioned it in the special, the Christmas special that I was going to start. I was true to my word. That was filmed before the Christmas special, before actual Christmas Day, and. Um, I've been relatively
1: successful in increasing the amount of food I've been eating over the holiday period. See, the challenge in there is that, what, you need be, what people used to be careful of is, is it's quite easy to increase food, but did, would you say that your training volume increased at a similar rate? It is now, yes. But, but delayed? So you've-, you've Slightly. Uh, yeah. Which is fair, I did a few was...
0: push-ups in my bedroom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so, okay. Um, just, the the question then is like let's delve into a little bit more uh, like we know our expertise is in, in the training side of things rather than the, the nutrition side of things so yep. let's go into what we what we know about um, into some of the um, what are some of the st- specific things you're focusing on like how e- how is your training changing in terms of like volume reps and sets um, tempos uh, rest periods like what you're doing in your week how does that look different compared to before. Um, in terms of trying to give yourself a uh, a hypertrophy type adaptation. Maybe explain
1: hypertrophy as well. I'm gonna gonna frame that. Start at the beginning. Fairly big, broad question, question master. Um, So get comfortable. Um, Let's talk about hypertrophy. So essentially what we're trying to do is increase muscle size and mass. Increase lean muscle mass effectively is is, is what we're trying to do. There's a couple of different Mm -hmm. ways that we can do that and I'm gonna keep this sort of Fairly top level because if unless you want to get on the bodybuilding route you can get to real super specifics of it But ultimately we're going to can broadly classify this into two different categories of whether we're going to produce um, mechanical hypertrophy or, or mechanical damage sorry or metabolic damage both those two things can lead to an increase in muscle size one of them, mechanical, is an increase in the number of muscle fibers, which is what we I've heard termed before as functional hypertrophy. Um, so we're creating damage to the muscle and then we're getting more myofibrils um, within the muscle fibers, which therefore the mus- means that the muscle size increases and, going back to your point before, therefore can produce more force because there's more contractile elements. Yep. The metabolic hypertrophy is more like a pump, so it's more like just filling the, the, the muscle with plasma and you're not necessarily getting significantly stronger doing that in comparison, but it. Does does make the muscle bigger, um, and that's why you often, people that do a lot of that kind of work, it's quite possible to get big and weak doing that sort of stuff, because you're not actually producing, increasing force production capacity.
0: So in calisthenics, strength to weight ratio being key, we're trying to, we're going for that mechanical, uh, increase increase the number of muscle fibres, so that when we try to do get
1: them going, then we're actually able to... Yeah. Produce more force. Yeah, exactly. Um, so within cool that, Yeah, <laughs> within that, we need to change the variables a little bit. So the big thing around hypertrophy, which most people probably don't get right, is volume. So where we've been focused on a specific movement before, like Jacob mentioned, if we're doing some more like applied or capacity strength, or sorry, more applied strength work, which for us is often falls into sort of max strength type variables, one to five reps doing stuff which is hard, that's very much a neural stimulus. When we're doing hypertrophy training, what we're looking for is a more cellular stimulus, and we're going aim to do sort of rep ranges are going to be more like six to 10s for our, me- our mechanical hypertrophy. And then the metabolic stuff is going to happen if we're starting to work towards 10s, 12s, 20s. Roughly broadly, like yeah, there's yeah, no magic yeah. numbers in there, but roughly broadly. Seven. are magic magic number yeah, because no one trains seven. Nine, eight and 10, acceptable. I'd nine. never
0: do nine. Only if I just could was trying to do 10 but couldn't do the last one. <laughs> yeah. But I might choose seven because I feel sorry for him. And it's a bit of a halfway. No, seven's, seven's lucky though, though, right? and goes, What are you
1: doing today? So, it's three Seven. sets of nine.
0: Although, what about 21s? That's
1: three sets. Let, on, let's not even touch on let Let's not even touch on 21s. Okay, that's like voodoo. Okay. Something that's special happens at twenty-one. Um, so, <laughs> what we so what the, the long way around to so how my training has <laughs> changed is I've now started to take a bit of a strategy on where I'm going to incorporate some of those variables into the same session. So, rather than having a pump day and a mechanical day, um, I'm starting my session with something difficult. So my mechanical hypertrophy, we can do some damage to the muscle, which is gonna increase um, hypertrophy by keeping, or creating more damage by creating more time and attention. So, for example, my pull-ups, I'll be doing something hard at the beginning of a session, and it might be that I'm going for eight reps, and I'm gonna do a four-second eccentric, and I'm gonna try and increase that time and attention. If you go back to some of the research on hypertrophy, we're looking, possibly with using that sort of method to accumulate between sort of 40 and 70 seconds of time and attention per set. Try and do 40 seconds of time and attention on pull-ups is difficult. And it absolutely, that's probably the biggest learning so far for me that put a set of eight together with these tempos and it absolutely whacks me. Um, Whereas before that, that normal set would have been fairly comfortable in the pocket. Um, So that's changed. And then the session is then just building from there to try and get some more volume. So I'm using supersets. So I might be picking something like dips and then going into something like a push-up. Um, repping out some stuff in there, and then the, the pump, uh, the, the metabolic side of things are just getting more volume in. I, we've, I've put some clusters in. So, four, set, uh, four reps, 10 sets, and then only 10 seconds in between. I'm picking fairly challenging exercises within that, and it's the focus being still within that metabolic. You can't just kind of like go, well, it's 40 reps, I'm just going to bounce these out like mm-hmm. easy push ups. Still trying to control the tempo because the, the, the king thing that we can do within that is, is, is create more stress in the muscle. Um, and the, it's probably worth noting that we can get scientific about what the adaptation is, but for those of us that are not serious, competitive bodybuilders, if you did one thing, and were just a bit more mindful in your tempo, whether it's mechanical or metabolic, a rough separation within a session of going, actually, I'm going to do more like, high, high load stuff and more high intensity and then more high volume, that's going to give you a decent separation out. I think the one thing just to note on that, that some of those reps around the functional hyper, sorry, the meta mechanical hypertrophy is that you want to be working around 80%, 80, like 75, 80% 1RM with the same tempo. So doing 40 seconds of um, time on attentions or four second reps um, with 80% of your 1RM is not easy. Like I've done this before with weights. I did it a few years back with squats. And I actually found I wasn't strong enough to keep working at that tempo with that intensity. Yeah. It's yeah. tough of your yeah. uh, true 1RM. Yeah
0: and then just picking up on that tempo because we had a funny conversation after one of the sessions that we did um where i've i've um, embarked on this or joined you on this journey as well exhibits (laughs) working um one weekend and um focusing really on those one of the things i really like focusing on 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 that eccentric is you get that extra time and attention but the slow control like it's hard Mm. you get doms like afterwards which is actually sort of Feel, it's, it's almost nice to feel a bit drowsy after, mm. after, after some of your sessions, whereas if you're doing like skill handstandy work, like you don't get you don't get that same sort of feeling. So I've been enjoying that different stimulus to it. And the other thing is like when you're going super slow and controlled um, through like a five second eccentric, you're, you're you're in so much more control of the movement that you can really start to feel like how, I'm just thinking now when I was doing all my pull-ups, like actually feeling like I'm, I'm getting that high mm. um, retraction at the top, and then as I lower down, feel it like because you're so aware of what's going on, you've got time and you're doing it slowly, I can actually feel like, what well, my shoulder blades doing? How does that feel? How is it interacting? What does, what does that sort of shape feel like as I'm going through the movement? Yeah. And that's been, um, that, that's been good. And I remember saying to you, I was like, crikey, I should have, uh, should have been controlling these, uh, these eccentrics. Because like, even what we talked about, even when you're doing like a, a two zero two, so two mm. up and, and two down,
1: like, which would be it, a fairly standard protocol for a strength endurance type program, which yeah, is what most what's, people what's kind of think is what
0: we sort of should be doing. Yeah. And, and two seconds mm-hmm. down is literally like 1,000, 2,000. Like ne- we mm-hmm. never do, like when we're training com- like normal, normally let's say, like it's sort of up, down, yeah. up, down. And it's probably half a second down and half a second up. Um, and actually just slowing everything down just a little bit, um, I just, yeah, Try it and see. Be conscious about that and go. Actually, from even if you're not trying
1: to do like a massive eccentric, you're just doing mm. a, a two up, two down. Actually, see what two seconds feels try like on the eccentric and a pull up. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's, it's a really important thing because that eccentric is where the most amount of damage happens from a functional perspective. Um, if we start, you, you can. There are sort of hypertrophy schemes out there that suggest increasing the concentric as well, um, but the, 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 the functional side of it from the mechanical hypertrophy, there's a guy called Nick Winkleman who wrote a paper that I have got a lot of uh, respect for Nick in the strength and conditioning industry. Um, but ultimately we still wanna be able to produce force from a sports perspective. So having a one second concentric, we're just just extending the eccentric, means that we're still training force production. We're still working hard to shift weight, which is gonna have a better transfer over into sports. If we just only ever get good at pushing weight really slowly and then lowering weight really slowly, the body's response to that is we get really good at moving slowly, whereas there's still gonna be a capacity or a need in sports performance and for most of us to be able to actually put some force down quickly. So that's that's kind of how those tempos fit together. There are tons of people who have written stuff around bodybuilding and how you can get delve into these reps and sets and um, different loading variables to, to maximize that but um, I don't really want to feel like I want to get bogged down in the detail of that from my where I'm at currently with my training and the amount of hypertrophy that I do, I just actually need to know some basics. I don't need something super advanced um, just slow things down, do something which is heavy hard yeah. and heavy and do something which is easier for smack volume so that you're building that, that lactic acid there's some actually Brad Schoenfeld is a guide to, uh, to, to to look up if you want to get into some some actually really nice and easy to read blogs you on say it. his name again slowly S C H E O N F E L D I believe Brad Schoenfeld I, I would pronounce it Schoenfeld Harvey said Brad Schoen that? Brad Broenfeld, is his Brad common Broenfeld. Broenfeld, like that. Yeah, he's labelled himself as a high. Well, people have labelled him as hypertrophy guy, but yeah. he's got a nice blog with some really easy stuff to do to, to, to work on that and give some good examples. But I like the mechanical, mechanical stuff, hard and slow. I like the clusters and like just to pick him up on a point where Jacko made a, a bit of a joke before about the only reason we do nine is if he couldn't do ten. Broken set clusters, I really yeah. like. So pick something which is difficult, and especially like, say for example, you're going to go into a set and you you're aiming for eight but you're four sets in, you've got five sets for that day. If you can't hit that final set and you end up doing a five and a three instead, 15 seconds in between is yeah. often enough just to get that out. And the really nice thing about that is if you go five, three, one, you throw an extra rep in. So you actually might say it was eight rep was your target. Yeah your ninth rep is actually a bonus one that you wouldn't have been able to do. And before. nine, and then, and then and you're again, getting that, you making nine. nine. <laughs> but I did a set at home, and <laughs> I have started doing a bit more training at home, and I'd, I'd aimed for a target set of, I think it was like I'd gone four times eight with a super set. And I was gassed after three sets, and so my last two sets were just pathetic. I was writing down, I was like, so I was trying to aim for eight reps, like four two. One, yeah. one, but I'm drilling myself on the quality. I could have got through eight, badly, yeah. but I'm, I'm really trying to be strict myself on how yeah. I'm performing those.
0: And there's something around that last
1: set being to
0: failure being yes. a, good, yes. a good thing. Like, I had someone asking a question before about going to failure on every single set that they do ever, oh, period, gosh. and just a bit too, but like, Failure on last set, like, I saw in terms of how hard, how hard you've been working and that you're at the right sort of intensity is a good thing.
1: I saw um, Dan Baker speak at a conference around this and I still haven't quite got my head around it, even as a professional and c coach, where they were getting just as good gains as not training, like training way under intensity. A certain structure in a, in a, in a progressive way than they were actually training at failure. And I was like, we've always thought that yeah. train to failure and that's where we get adaptation. Yeah, Seems we don't always know exactly. And that's again, we don't know all of what we're working yeah, right. on. So yeah. Some yeah. of this is, I think some people will find that they respond really well to the, to the, to the metabolic side stuff, some of the mechanical, but for most of us who are in calisthenics, spread it out, get abroad. Yeah. So yeah, so in like, just the, the,
0: the key things to bring out there like the, to summarize like the hypertrophy for calisthenics, it's just hypertrophy in general what Tim's saying that you're going spend some time going a bit slower on your eccentrics, do
1: more volume, have a little bit less rest yeah. and do it and, and, and get yeah. that in regularly. Even between those mechanical hypertrophy sets where you're gonna be like you're gonna be hard out after that sort of intensity, normally you might have been used to having two, three minutes rest. The, the variables on that are 60 to 90, yeah. and that flies by, and that's when it becomes really difficult to start to hit that intensity. So then use your broken sets. Split it up, still hitting the numbers, but you're kind of just making that a little bit more easier. And I'm a big, especially in this kind of block of training, I really recommend keeping a training diary, because mm. you're, gonna, you're gonna end up hitting broken sets. So when you go in to repeat a workout from a week before, you can see what your sets were, and then you can go back and go, right, actually I did a 4-3-1 for an eight rep set. I'm actually gonna try and go, a. Sp- five and a three or something like that you're going to try and combine it and build up the numbers a little bit yeah um and the last thing to mention just because we always get question can you do it using calisthenics and body weight yes you are all you're doing is shifting weight it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a barbell or a kettlebell or your own in body weight you are creating tension in the muscle and overload in the muscle the body's response to that it doesn't care all it all the body experiences or the messages receives is mechanically loading the muscle and therefore I need to make a significant adaptation providing that the stress is, um, is, is is enough and it's easier to just with with weights use lots of different exercises you give people do shoulder day like you do like 10 shoulder exercises uh, my stuff actually at the moment is is a lower body day and then I'm training Total body well, like total push pull, vertical and horizontal on two days a week. My target is three sessions a week, so I'm not gonna go crazy for six seconds of bodybuilding sessions because that's again fits we have taught those before yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I've absolutely tried to cram that in because you gave me Beautiful. such a broad question, but hopefully there's some nuggets in there, you might need to listen to back back again. But if you've got questions on this, like it's not there's quite a lot of of, um, of, of stuff to kind of chew through there, but hopefully that's yeah. giving you a flavour. Get started, have a play around with it, and keep it simple.
0: It's not black and white, but if you do some of those things, None of training is. Yeah, if you do some of those things, you get and you want to try and create some some hypertrophy with your calisthenics. You do some of those things, it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, no. So that's a whistle stop tour of what our current hypertrophy program looks like. As you said, I said there's there's quite a lot of other stuff you could you get stuck into. There's a lot more depth there. So if you guys have got questions and this is a subject that you want a little bit more information on, and we can take a bit of a Deeper dive <laughs> into <laughs> uh, yeah. into, a, into hypertrophy then yeah. then stick the comments in below and if you feel like you need a training guide like to of training then? what would they well,
0: do oh. you, you might be able to <laughs> what's that under there um yeah that is real and available uh, potentially we'll see but if you're if you yeah if you comment below if you fancy a training log we'll see if we can put some of these up on the website
1: I designed well pick these obviously that right. detail. Detail. Can
0: we see this? Can we see the shining? We can see it. The if, you're on the, if you're listening on the podcast, um, it's a notebook. It's a <laughs> notebook. It's a notebook. <laughs> but we've got it, it's really nice with the scorecard saying it's a logo on. Um, you'll be able to see it on the website. Yeah. So
1: that's it, Dave. Tell me what happens
0: now. Uh, now it's class dismissed. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you've enjoyed it, guys, we'd really appreciate a five star review on iTunes. And if you want to put a one star one on that, that's also fine, but we'll just delete it.
1: Until next time, class dismissed.